I think what the, I mean, to stick on the COVID theme for a moment, I think what that has done is make people far more aware of systemic risk. And, uh, you know, there's a huge opportunity there maybe for captives to look at something like that and for the whole um, insurance industry to consider how it's going to deal with that challenge. But buyers are much more concerned now about pandemics, obviously, if they can buy cover for that, of course, another question. But it's not just this sort of issue. It, 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 systemic risk, people have realised that things are very, very interconnected. And what happens in one part of the world or one part of even the country has an impact um, on another. And so it, it, there's a kind of joined up thinking, I think, that the industry is going to have to, to apply and isn't necessary at the moment particularly well set up to do. Or to fund, actually, in some cases. And if I could pick up on or sort of continue that that theme, David, um, it, you know, the, the insurance advisors are saying that insurance buyers should plan well ahead and start their renewal discussions uh, earlier than normal. Um, I think looking at it from a risk financing point of view, I think, you know, that whole conversation needs to start even earlier mm. um, just because of the time it takes to conduct your analysis, work out the most efficient frontier for your retention and transfer of risk. And then if you are going to set up a formalized uh, risk financing vehicle, such as a captive, then you need to give yourself enough time to be able to put that in place, have the capital allocated to it and, and be ready to, to, to rock and roll. I think what I've seen is, is that people are asking us to come in and assess the viability of a captive. But basically, by the time we've done the work, we're right into renewal and there's not enough time really to set the vehicle in place. So you're yes. almost having to wait another 12 months or ask the market for an extension, which isn't always possible. Um, the only alleviating factor to that is, is that a number of domiciles now have a pre-authorization process. So that if you're setting up one of these cells, which we spoke about earlier, they are allowing those to be set up in one or two days rather than, say, six weeks which or two months, which would be the normal captive formation time. So that they are, you know, the regulators are trying to support the, the insurance buyers by allowing them to set up these vehicles very quickly. The irony is you can set the vehicle up very quickly, but it could still take you six weeks to set up a bank account to put the money into. So, uh, you know, the, bank, the banks have their own challenges as well with these type of vehicles. And I, and I feel sorry for them because they've got, all their their internal due diligence to complete. So it, it the message is the takeaway is start early, plan early. I think, as they say, the time to fix the roof is when the sun is shining, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I think you know that is. A, I mean, we haven't touched on the sort of hard market either, but that's perhaps something we ought to mention, which is that these swings in the market are difficult for buyers, and inevitably when um, you get this kind of hard market coming along very rapidly and very steeply. People look at uh, obviously alternatives to, to, to conventional insurance like captives, but they also think about is this product really a valuable one to buy, or should I be doing something else or doing nothing? And it's not really it's not really helpful to have in, in any financial product. You don't want wild price swings, and insurance is a little bit prone to that. Although we have had this soft market for years and years and years. <laughs> 